Hey, Alex. Hi, Steve. How are you? I'm fantastic. How are you? I'm sad. Oh, that's good. Oh, no. Why? Because I lost. Uh, you hate to see it. Yeah, I really like fantasy football. I like to win, and then I lose. Yeah. And it's not cool. I know. I've been there. But it's not about you in this moment. Oh, no. No, I'm, you know, I'm just, you know, brothers yeah. in arms. I'm sharing in my pain. That's true. I just... You know, I don't want to spread rumors, but there is, there's, there's, there could be something to the fact that the team that beat me might have used some nefarious means. Oh, really? Yeah, but I don't want to get into that right now. But speaking of, that means you're gonna get into it later, though, right? Yeah. Well, you never know. Is that a ten for ten? Welcome, good friend of the show, Cameron Duffy. How are you? I'm doing well. Who's three and zero, guys? Now that may be a ten for ten. So we're gonna have you hold your moment of glory for just a second. Is it you? Oh. I don't know what you're All talking right. about. Are you guys ready? It's the game sweeping the nation and not that other nonsense we talk about later, but the the board games, the video games, the naming rights, 10 for 10. You what's guys the, ready? What's the video game about? Number one, three players from the Titans have been diagnosed with the virus. Yeah. This is the first true test of the NFL this season about what they're going to do. Because, like, I don't know if they're going to play or if they have to sit out a game. But what's going to happen? Because they also have a bunch of Vikings players now saying that they have to. Because that's who they played, right? They played the Vikings? Yes. Yeah, a lot of the players in the Vikings now are having to quarantine and like keep getting checked more and more. So both teams are now in trouble. So we're going to see what they do. And it's going to set the precedent for the rest of the season probably. So interesting. Well, and if they're – and what I think is going to be kind of crazy is that their facilities are shut down until Saturday. So how are they supposed to play at all? Like I, yeah. I was going on the I same thing. They're going to be playing. Like yeah, they'll post postpone the game till what Monday? Like that gives them two days of practice this week, and that's if they're Rona free. Like I just don't I don't see it. I thought they were allowed to do stuff. It's just not near each other, so they can still talk about like schemes and stuff, which still is a disadvantage. But like, oh yeah, sure, I'm sure they can have Zoom meetings. Yeah, they're still like scheme talking and stuff like that. They just can't physically practice which is again a detriment but also it might help with the physical health a little you know you're getting beat up all the time take a break save those hamstrings oh good we we hadn't talked about hamstrings in the first four minutes of this show oh hey just it's a it's a topping point topic point of the nfl this season <laughs> hammies and quads yeah we should talk about the hammy cases percentage in the nfl compared to covid because i think it's higher right alex now. Two, you're in the win column. Two, I I got a win. I did it. Got number one, J. Dot Allen, getting almost all my points, and then my kicker coming in two on the team, Matt Mike Mike <laughs> Evans, getting two total touchdowns, but the least amount of points possible for getting two touchdowns. Impressive. Two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. Yeah. Oh my getting, God. Are you serious? Yup. Yep. He got two touchdowns and he scored less points than my kicker. That is awesome. That is the That's pretty impressive. Ever. That's like 14 points, right? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Pull, pulled out the pulled out the win there. You, you know, Derek Derek came in hard. A lot of his players worked hard. And, you know, it's just you know you can't get past J Dot. Did he do that in the locker room? J Dot? No. Sure. Okay. I didn't get the question. I know. Okay. Cam, for I... you, is the feel good moment when Alex gets a victory? I. I really, really want Alex to do well. I don't want him to do better than me. 
But well, don't you worry. I had a great free agent pickup last week in Dion Lewis, who did not play. So don't you worry. <laughs> but you're like one of my you're like one of my favorite people on in the league. So oh. like I want you to do well. I still don't want you to win it. I still don't want you to win a championship because I think you got to own that. But well, you know, I want you to do well. It's just you always beat me, so I never want you to really. <laughs> Hey, I can't I, help I it. Think I, you see, see, that's the thing, Cam. You talk with your words. Do it with actions. I show you how I want you to win. Every year. Him. Twice a year. <laughs> I, I show you how much I want you to win. Oh, that's right. We're in the same division, all three of us, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so. Cameron, you're the last team standing, number three. Three and oh. How does it feel? Surprising. To be honest, I did not think that that would happen going into the season. Um, it, when you posed the question on the last episode, who who would be the last one to go? I I said I was going to be the first one to lose because you and I were playing each other this week. Um, and at that point, you were projected to win. Um, praise Jesus for Dak Prescott is all I'm saying. Yes. I think that's that... going to – and we can talk about this later, but – I think he's just in the perfect position right now with being on the Cowboys because they aren't that good and they're behind. So they have to throw all the time. So it is mind boggling. He is averaging 49.8 points a week and that's still only quarterback three. Mm-hmm. Jada Allen, number one. Well, Russell and no, he's two. No, Camp's he's right. got Rusty's two. one. Rusty's got to be one. What? How many points did Rusty get this week? 56 and he, a half. Yeah, went over 50. Yeah. Oh, J. Dot Allen got 56. You can look it up, but he's well, number one. I'll, Allen is number I will two. look it up. Right, I will go to the tape. Computer. You got it. I just I got to defend my boy. He's number one in my heart. So. Well, well, I believe I believe Jared Josh George Allen is um, number two. All right. Let me right. let me just confirm. Okay. Dak is number three. Yep. Um, while you're looking at Alex, I'm going to, the question I'm going to pose to you for number four while Cam is wrapping this up, Derek and Matt are 0-3. That's sad. That is sad. You know, and Derek lost that unfortunate loss to me. Matt's just had also an unfortunate set of circuits. Actually, I don't, he hasn't been hurt as much by injuries, has he, as a bunch of the other teams? Matt's bad luck. He scored the fourth most points in the league and is still 0-3. Ouch. Sorry, Cam, to you. Yeah, so I can confirm that Rusty, with an average of 53.5 points per game, is number one. J. Allen is number two with 51.3 points. Ouch. He's coming still, back. It's, he's coming back. He's, he's coming, coming back. back. Yep. He's going to make a run, guys. He's going to score more than six points than Russell Wilson this week. Alex? Yeah. I need you to dial in for me. Dial in. Okay. Oh, actually, I want to. I'm gonna pause. Cam, any thoughts on uh, Derek and Matt as our last o- winless teams at 0-3? Uh, no, I would have said that those were gonna be the 0-3 teams going after the draft. You are not a fan of Derek's team. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> I'm sorry, Derek, but I like I said, I just he's I, a super uh, nice guy. Oh, he. I'm sure he is. From the very minimal Skype call we've had via the draft and the preseason meeting. Nice guy, Derek. I hope to meet you in real life sometime and you can see the weirdness. That is me. Um, <laughs> but um, 
I just, like I said, I thought there were some reaches on that team. I think maybe in a more traditional, in a more traditionally scoring league, he'd be doing better. Um, but I just, if you're not scoring 130 points every week, you're not going to win. And he's not, yeah. I don't think he's been projected over 120, 123 a week. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. Um, and I'm sorry, Bolema, but I don't think you're making the playoffs. I, I wish when we had talked about how we were going to set up the new teams, I wish I had stood on the mountain a little taller that Carla got both benefits, first choice of keeper and the better draft position. I wish we would have been more intentional in splitting that up. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. I, I do agree with you on that one, that, you know, next time we do bring in two teams, when who are the next two old people to go, you and Bid? <laughs> uh, Matt and Jason are the oldest people in the league right now. Okay, so when, so being the two, oh no, Carly, I'm not even the youngest anymore because Alex and Carly are now in the league. Yeah, um, for like ten years. Yes, but you were always the youngest. Yeah, you were like two when this league started. And yeah. actually, but and actually, I'm not even close to being the youngest because my cousin is also younger than me. So I don't know what I'm talking about, guys. Bobby's younger than you. Oh, Bobby's a lot younger than me. How much? Three or four years. Okay. I mean, that's not a lot, but... Bobby could barely drink when this league started? Yeah. Huh. All right, good on you, Bobby. Good job. All right, so Alex, yeah. next one, I'm leaning into you here. Yeah. You you mm-hmm. talk about heart and you talk about passion. Yeah. Right now... Matt has been around the block a few times in our league. He knows he's had his ups, he's had his downs, he's been the champ, he's been mm-hmm. had some not good finishes. Mm-hmm. But Derek I'm worried about. He's 0-3, his first year in the league. I'm a little worried this is going to be traumatic for him. And I'm thinking to myself, and I've been thinking about this a lot, all because I kind of go out and about in the town. And when I'm out, people will stop me and they'll be like, hey, Keanu, I just want to stop and I want to thank you. Your show, it does so much for us. Your your fancy football advice helps us win chubby championships <laughs> left and right. I really didn't want to laugh during that. But it's also Alex and his motivational speaking and his his drive. It gives us courage to go on. I want you to tap into that. I want you to give Derek the pep talk of pep talks to encourage him to keep going and not give up hope on an 0-3 season. Okay. So, Derek, this is basically how I live my fantasy football life, okay? I always start 0-3. And that way, I have no expectations for the rest of the season. When Saquon Barkley went down with a torn ACL, I was like, yeah, I'm used to it by now. You've been given a gift, Derek. You've been given a gift of starting terribly. It can only go up. And <laughs> I mean, right? It can only go up. Now, see, here's what I do when I pump myself up, right? So when I played football back in the day in high school, we always lost. Okay, we were one of the worst teams ever. We had 20 kids on our team. We played teams that had 50 kids on them. We got decimated. So every time we lose, and right before our game, our coach would turn off all the lights, make us sit, lay down in the locker room floor, which is disgusting, and listen to Al Pacino's speech from any given Sunday. So Derek, here's what I want you to do. This will pump you up, okay? Go into your bathroom, shut the door, turn off the lights, lay on the ground. Get the YouTube video for Al Pacino from any given Sunday and just blast it as loud as you can. I want your neighbors to hear it. And then you're just going to get up and you're going to be pumped every Sunday. And even when you lose, you're just going to tell yourself it can only get better. 
Yeah. That, is that good? I want to make a couple of points here real quickly. Okay, points or questions? Whatever. One, Cam, I'm going to have you take over in just a second to try to fix this. Two, Alex, I spent 12 years working at a crisis hotline where people were suicidal. I wouldn't let them talk to you. But Al Pacino, you got to look at the guy to your left and right and know that they're going to – life's a game of inches. I can't do it for you. I'm too old. It's something like that. Cam, do you have any – Cameron, do you have anything to maybe pump Derek up and give him hope as he goes through this long and winding season? can only get better. I think think he's going to be okay. He's got some pieces on here. I'm looking at his team. Joe Burrow's doing a lot better than I ever thought he would be doing. He's number eight quarterback overall after three weeks. Um, but uh, DK Metcalf, of course, you know, he's going to go as high as Rusty goes. Yeah. But um, no, I, I think I think you've got a learning curve this year, my friend. Again, you're not. Oh, sorry. I do have to say it probably does hurt because, like, I think I would have easily won, like, pretty handily won this game, but a lot of his players had overtime plays, too. And, like, did you know that? Oh, Philly played Cincy and they both went to overtime, they, yeah. They both played the whole overtime. That's right. That <laughs> ridiculous punt on fourth and seven with eight seconds left. Yeah. yeah. So, things like that will happen. He'll come back. Joe Burrow will carry you. He's still learning. He's not thrown to A.J. Green who I played. So there you go. If you threw to A.J. Green, got more points, still wouldn't have done well. Voided A.J. Green. There you go. Worked out for him. So, you know. Here's my pep talk. Pep talk. Derek, you're in a league with Alex. I think we've learned in the last three minutes, you can't finish worse than Alex, so you're already in the top nine. Just keep working your way up. Sir, I have won the consolation bracket so many times. Well, hot dog. I constantly leave this league with $5 in my pocket. (laughs) So. Hey. If I could have a $15 loss every single year, I'd be happy. Thank you. (laughs) The opposite spectrum of Derek, Kelly won her second game in a row. Excuse me, won her second game of the year last week. Does it with the second lowest score beating Jason. And apparently, Alexa need to tell us something. But go ahead. Kelly wins second lowest score. Good for her. I I think again I I just she cannot catch a break with the quarterback position. Newton did not play well this week, um, yeah. from what I saw. Um, I didn't pay too close of attention on it, um, but from what I saw, he just didn't live up to it. But I think it was the right move to make during the waiver wire. Yeah. So um, kudos kudos on that. We'll we'll see how it plays out for the rest of the year. Um, but she had to make a change. So, and she's got enough experience to know what to do and 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 fix it. But um, I, I she's in our division, right? No, no. Okay, that might help her too. Um, so, I think she'll turn it around. Sadly, I don't want her to. I want her to. Oh, she's going to be great. She's doing this without her best two players. We really like I, I talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We need to stick the stick the what's the mababi and the mababi. Those words exactly. The vampire's we, heart. The stick and the to, stake in the vampire's heart because she's gonna bury us if she survives us with only one loss. And then Michael Thomas and McCaffrey come back. Yeah. We'll see. Alex, you 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 talked about my number seven <laughs> earlier, but I'm gonna expand on it. This being the 
Michael Evans last week, two catches, two yards, two touchdowns. His stat line, if we exclude game two where he had a good game two, here are his stat lines for the first games one and three of the season. Three catches, four touchdowns, or excuse me, three catches, four yards, three touchdowns. Yep. <laughs> what do you do with that? That's efficient is what that is. <laughs> you play him anyway because he's your keeper and you don't got a choice. But also, I think that's just proving to me that he's still having a hamstring issue, so he's not running full speed in the open field. So they're just chucking quick things to him in the end zone. So that's why they're using him in the end zone offense. It's very likely that it's still a hamstring issue with him. Well, he better tune it up because his other wide receiver mate, Godwin, is out with a hamstring issue. Mm-hmm. Really? Again? Yeah. For Godwin, it was a concussion in game one. Now it's uh, the now hamstring. Now he's doubtful with a yeah. They're thinking two weeks at this point. It's devastating. Cam, uh, we talked about this on last week's podcast. I want to get your opinion on it since uh, we never do trades in this league. McCaffrey for a Zeke. No. So you would oppose it? You would veto? Yes. Because? Because I don't do trades. No. Um, I'd have to. I'd have to look. And I'd have to look at it in all seriousness, and and a lot of it would depend on timing of the year. If you're doing it now, sure, go ahead, do it. Um, but the mere fact that you want to do it just so you could have a keeper on your squad and then sit him and hide him on the bench, um, I'm not a big fan of that dirty pool oh. kind, of, kind of move. Oh, that would just be that'd be that'd be a cherry in the. Uh, topping no the real reason the main reason is we talked about if i give up zeke i've still got now it's running backs five six and 14 in the league so i've got enough to muddle through and then by the time the playoffs come chris mccaffrey it's a big push so that's the main reason yeah now that you've told me your logic no okay uh i just don't want i don't i just don't want you to succeed at all yeah. I've told you this numerous times. I want you to fail just as much as pretty much anyone. Who Who's second on the list? Like, if we knew I was not going to make the playoffs, who are, you, who are you next wishing nothing but sadness and tragedy on? Hmm, that's a good question. Thanks. I mean, like, two years ago, you guys all approved me trading Christian McCaffrey for Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have that one back. Not. I did not. I voted that one down. Actually, though, Ben Roethlisberger did almost get me in the playoffs. Yeah, it was Straight a good up. trade at the time. It almost worked. Though I'm thinking you might have done better with Christian McCaffrey. Oh, because you need no, a quarterback. I yeah. didn't. I literally did not have a quarterback. That that trade set in course the history that we have now been succumbed to of being subpar gentlemen. So wait a minute. So you can kind of give me like a one percent, like a like a thank you credit in Kelly's wins. Yeah. All right. We're not thanking you for it though. You just get a piece of the pie. I, you know, I just, you know, I'm there. I, I'm just, I'm just happy to be there. I'm just happy to be a part of this. All right, it's official. I now want Alex to lose just as bad, much as Steve. There we go. That, there that seems is. right. Aw. Um. The offensive explosion we are seeing this year with just points going up left and right and quarterbacks having five touchdown games and all this, I think we all agree it's probably a byproduct of not much 
preseason or not, not as big a uh, training camp as normal. Do you think we are going? This is going to keep up all year long, or will the defenses catch up? Depends on if injuries keep happening. So I, a lot of defensive backs are getting hurt, and it's putting in these backups. And defensive backs, when they're not playing as like one solid unit, there's so many more holes that open up. And I think yeah, that's but a we're issue a lot of teams are having. But we're seeing it with running backs too. I mean, Aaron Jones putting up 65,000 touchdowns against the Lions. Like, granted, it's the Lions. So well, that's the thing. Lions secondary was all out. Their defensive line is garbage. So they, if, if they get, if it, once he got past the defensive line, he just like, boop, just took care, took advantage of everybody. I, I understand, but I'm just, I'm just putting it into perspective that it's not just the quarterbacks. I mean, we're seeing it across the league that points are just high. I, I mean offenses are firing on everything. So I, I think it will even out once we get a little bit more into the season and defenses are more into game shape and, and things like that. But um, if people start, keep getting the Rona, then who knows? True, true, I just hope yeah. I'm still undefeated by week seven. Yep. Yeah. I, uh, I'm stuck on this one because I think everything you guys are saying is pretty good. I think the non-corona piece of this whole thing for me is like, I don't care if it was a, an off season where defenses got to study and practice and do whatever all the time. What are you doing against Patrick Mahomes? What are you doing against Russell Wilson who can just drop it in the bucket all over the place? I mean, there are just some guys who feel like they are transcending the quarterback position right now. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it... <laughs> It could be too, and I kind of hit on it like with me with Dak. He's behind twenty points a game, so he's yeah. got to throw, um, and and so that's what's driving up his his point totals. Um, teams who are who have quarterbacks like, um, I, I mean, Mahomes is going to be Mahomes. He's going to throw because that's their offense. They're a pass first offense, but I just I think you're seeing these these leads be bigger um, right out of the gate a lot quicker. And so teams have to throw a lot more. So it's kind of skewing those numbers. And I, like I said, once those defenses get into game shape and it'll start to even out, my guess is like around week six or something. Okay. And we should see points coming down. Hopefully. I think that's probably a good call for most of the league that I do think Mahomes. you said it though. I think Mahomes is going to Mahomes. Yeah. Um, so we're going to, for number 10, we're going to bring a guest in. Jack? Hello, everyone. You have, and I love you, you have cratered miserably every time you have been on the show. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't make the show better, though, is the problem. So what I want is I'm going to kind of put you front and center. We're going to, going to throw you in the deep end and kind of see what you have to say about something, okay? I'm ready. You ready? You've, not at all. No, no, not. Well, I mean, that's the level of preparation your uncle brings to the show, and okay. he's America's sweetheart. Here's the question. D, Mighty Ducks, one, two, no! three. No! No, it is not the question. First one is great. Second one, okay. No Christmas presents ever if you make one more word about the Mighty Ducks during this show. And I'm sorry. You're already wrong. The first, one is, the first one is great. The second one is greater. Second one is the best. Jackson. Yeah. They're and, playing for USA. They are. I'm going to hand it to Cam and Alex to weigh in as well. However, we're going to bring number 10 to you to start with. All right. So do you know that I do a couple of podcasts uh, a week? One of them is with 
uh, Uncle Alex and either Cam or Lucas join us. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's a, it's about our fancy football team where we rank, I rank the teams 10 through one, right? And that's the general premise. And we kind of talk about it uh-huh. and people kind of have like, how is this, how am I ranked here? You know, or they love it or, you know, all these things happen. Mm-hmm. Now there's a little bit of a joke that uh, being ranked number one is like a bit of a curse. So like, for example, this year, the team ranked number one has has won once and lost twice during the regular season and has gone down in the rankings. So is me telling you you're the best team bad luck? Is it a curse? And why? Well, first of all, I thought that was a lie. How am I the best team? Oh, oh, son. The answer is D2, Mighty Ducks, bud. Oh, boy. I appreciate you. The third son. one was pointless because they go from being... <laughs> playing for USA to just playing JV versus varsity. And that's just, you, you need to up it, you know, not down it. So it, this would be like, if I had said to Cam, how was work? And then he said, and then I punched the small child in the face. So Jackson, if your dad says, I bet you're going to win this week. Do you think that's bad luck or good luck? Um, bad luck probably yeah okay mm-hmm. we'll call on you again later but the good thing is you were consistent and again dropping the ball i know. I, uh, I am legally required to love you i'm sorry everyone your question was complicated. you're doing great you're doing great you're jack doing great. none of these things are true for everyone i i had a hard time your your fellow saxophone player is just having your back and your uncle has unconditional positive love for you i don't get any of it but uh, we're gonna we're gonna move on so do that question jack thanks for playing is being number one a, a jinx? Like the Madden curse? Yeah, kind of like the Madden curse. Yankee curse. Yeah. Ugh. Is it a thing? Maybe. Boy, we are just hitting the deep and meaningful insight. No, I, got this I haven't. Adrian, I haven't yeah. been number one in years, so I don't know what it's like. So I don't feel like I can weigh in. I know that what Lucas's feelings are. He does not like it. Jason didn't like it. <laughs> Wasn't I won once in the child utterly? I would guess in in the twelve years of doing this thing, you've probably been one once. And with the twelve years of history of this thing, I probably failed utterly. <laughs> <laughs> you did make the title game that one time. Hey, Adrian Peterson, baby. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna. How about if we do one for one and let Jack participate? <gasps> I can't well, wait. I, one for oh yeah no. The, Hey everybody, it's time for America's actual favorite game show, One for One. The game show that Chris Godwin says, don't quote me please. And the game show that Peyton Manning came out and said, I don't really listen to that show, I'm just excited to get home and drink a Budweiser. So anyway, this week, I think I think a couple of bad teams out there aren't getting enough attention, you know? So I think, you know, one of the teams I haven't heard anything about, Denver Broncos, right? 0-3 this year. Have you guys have you guys been seeing, thinking that? You guys thought that they were going to be 0-3? You guys, they're, they're keeping up par? I thought they'd be bad. I don't know if I ever thought mentally what the record would be after three games. Okay, okay, that's fine. So anyway, Denver Broncos, I started thinking about them, and then I started thinking about horses. Anyway, so the real question is, when's the last time you rode a horse? <laughs> I was six. It used the bathroom and sat down and I- fell off what a coincidence i was nine i got on the horse fell off into its poop and i was at a little camp and the the the, the teacher people came over and they're like 
oh, maybe this horse doesn't like you. We'll get you in with the second group. So then I sat with one other kid that also fell off the horse with a teacher. And a poop? No, just a teacher. I only had a little bit of poop. I got it off. The horse poop was pretty dry. So like, But I did the other kid one, fall into I'm it? I'm sorry. No, Alex, a little bit of poop is still a lot of poop. Why? Well, yeah. Let me compare it to how much it could have been. So anyway, so they sat me with this one other well, kid. Well, hold on. You didn't ask Jack about it the last time he rode a horse. Oh, I'm not done yet. Though. Oh, sorry. My bad. And then I, so they sat me with the teacher. And see, this is the fun part of the story. So they, all the horses came back and they were like, oh, man, we ran out of time. We can't do a second group. I just realized this while I was thinking about the Denver Broncos three days ago. They were never going to have a second group. Nope. They did not trust me to ride a horse. That's what happens when you look back in time and reflect upon your life. Jackson, when's the last time you rode a horse? And how much poop was involved? Yeah, there's always poop. Um, or did you ever ride a horse? I rode a horse when I was really young, and I just remember I'm pretty sure I cried as soon as I got on the horse for whatever reason. Is that the time you and I rode in the wagon? Maybe. Okay. We I rode in a wagon. There was cats, which was pretty sweet. Yeah. That makes sense. Horses are scary, and they were created by Poseidon. So, according, they, according put, to the Greek mythology, anyway. What? I was going to say, why do they put kids on horses? I don't know. Bad idea. I rode a camel once, too. That's another story. Cam, have you ever ridden a horse? When's the last time you rode a horse? Like, like 10 years ago. I don't know. Okay. Did I'm you sorry. ride a bareback? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, No, there was a saddle. All right. Cool. Cool. And I but, did not fall off, and there was no poop. That wasn't as fun of a story as the rest of ours, but thank you for sharing. So anyway, that's my one for one. I was just curious if you all have ever ridden a horse before. That was one for one. Yeah. All right, we're done. One for one. I like this. Yeah. We're going to, before we get into this week's rankings, we are going to do a quick check-in on last week's uh, rankings as a reminder. Because... I want to see if Cam and Alex can uh, match Lucas's run last week. So, last week, 10, Derek, Alex, you checked in at 9, Kelly, 8, Matt was 7, I was 6, Cam, you were at 5, Lucas, 4, Bobby, 3, Carly, 2, Jason, 1. Mm-hmm. So, before we delve into it, Cam, any of those rankings going into last week, do you remember being surprised by I was surprised I only moved up one spot, to be honest. That's fair. I thought I'd be top four at least, being undefeated and, you know, scoring a good amount of points. Yeah. But it is what it is. I'll take it. Kind of a dumb system if you're not higher up after that. Well, you said it. I I did. Yep. All right. Ten. Who's ten? This is this is gonna go out to my boy Derek. You come back, Cam. So are you saying Derek is ten? Yeah, Derek's ten. Okay, Cameron. Derek. Alec, Jack, do you want to take a guess who number ten is? No. Okay. You sure? I'm sure. Okay. Last week ten. This week ten. Derek, you are both one for one. So. I think we've talked a little bit about uh, Derek's team. There's been a little bit of bad luck. Who would have thought Chris Godwin would have left two games with injury? Uh, yeah. 
and Chris Godwin left with injury, and then DJ went Metcalf, and then he fumbled that ball. That was rough. But also, a lot of his players went into overtime, which was nice. But also, Burrow is getting better. So maybe that's some room for improvement. Sadly, Wentz isn't panning out. That's sad. Well, I can tell you that Wentz is never going to pan out because he's a good quarter. He's a good football player, but a bad fantasy quarterback. Ah, kind of like Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Although some people would say he's not good. He. This is obviously a bad year for Kirk Cousins, but he. I had him last year, and he would get me forty points a game for like stretches of like three games in a row. And then he'd get me come back and do like 20, 25. Like Kirk cousins was a great backup quarterback to have last year. That's good. way to put it. Good bye week, Helen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just, I think you've talked about, he's made a couple reaches. My guess is, and in fact, it's not a guess. We've talked about it. Joe Mixon is one of those and he's certainly not paying off right now. He's averaging right. three yards of carry. This is similar to how I will talk about Nick Chubb. This is the eyeball test. This guy is better than that. I think this is a bad Bengals offense, offensive line not helping him out. And I think they still use Gio Bernard way too much on third down. So I think it will get better, but the math hasn't supported it so far this year. Burrow, man, just whatever aside, my word, Cleveland may have found a Cincinnati may have found a quarterback. Yeah, I I think he's the the jewel in this piece. I'm just I'm looking over the roster and the thing I don't like about it, and we've talked about this last time I was on the show, I don't like players on certain teams. Those teams, he, the Bengals, the Browns, the Jets, and the Jaguars, and he has a roster that's littered with t- players from those teams. So Burrow, Mixon, Bengals, Cleveland, he's got Odell. Um, he's got a couple defensive players. Uh, it's, it, it's just, I, I, those types of players are on my do not draft list. Um, and for whatever reason, like you said, they, he's not mixing is not averaging a lot of, a lot of yards per carry, but I don't think he ever has. Um, when has he ever been a top five running back? Oh, he, he led the AFC in rushing two years ago. He's got a pedigree. Well, there you go. He's got a pedigree. <laughs> um, it's a hard place to be, though, with Mixon. So I think that I could see there's a wide range of outcomes here. He could continue to be what you're talking about. He can continue. He can have the second half he had last year. And kind of think Derek's team is going to go as he goes. Those running backs are valuable. And hopefully if Sanderson, uh, he can stay healthy and stay on the field. That's what we're banking on. All right. Number nine. Last week, it was Alex. Care to take a guess there, Jack? Uh, no, thanks. Okay. Cameron, last week, nine, Alex. I'm going to go Matt. Alexander. I'm going to say Alex. Last week, nine. This week, nine. Alex has not moved. Okay. Yeah, baby. You got to remember, Cam, I'm <laughs> scoring points. <laughs> but... You're not that much further behind <laughs> Matt, so. Yeah, I guess you're right. Alex, this has been a – seriously, the, the, the Saquon injury was just a terrible break, and I've mm-hmm. talked about this before. I really do feel bad for you. You really want a top two pick. Number three just felt like 
a bad consolation prize and this was your worst nightmare come true. So you've got that disappointment. Evans is having this weird year. Obviously, J. Allen has been an incredible find. All credit yeah. to you. I thought it was terrible, but I, talk to me. What's in Camo to weigh in too? What do you do with this team? You you can't want to be willing to ride this out and trust they're going to start putting points up as is. Well, it's really hard because almost everyone on my team is consistently getting like eight points, which is what most people on the free agency are doing. So it's not like yeah. I can just drop them and hope I get another person that gets me eight points. They're all consistently below average. So that's the hard thing. However, I think I'm finally going to start playing Tyler Boyd because this is the third week in a row. He's outscored A.J. Green. And I think what's 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 Tyler Boyd rated? Wide receiver he's, he's 16. number 16. I haven't played him once. And this is the third week. And I, I'm finally maybe I should play him. So maybe he'll finally get me some traction. Well, they're playing yeah. Jackson. Those are the week to do I, it. I would definitely have played him over Brandon Cooks. Yeah. Yeah, well, there was an issue with, yeah. Well, I decided to put Brandon Cooks, and that was a mistake. But I also accidentally left my player, Devontae Parker, in, in the flex spot. So I didn't have a lot of options to move people oh, around. Oh, that's because he was in the Thursday game. I would have even left him in a wide receiver, but what I messed up is I left him in the flex, so I couldn't move stuff around as much as I wanted. Yeah. My bad, because I, they had me work late on Thursday. But I also think Devontae Parker will come back. He gets thrown at a lot. And it, okay, we, you know, he gets quite a few catches just he can't get the touchdown i don't know i believe in him it's just i don't even know what to do with the team anymore because it's like everything needs to be better but there's nothing out there that's specifically better i was like i could pick up saquon barkley's backup but they obviously do not have a clear backup whatsoever over there and they're relying way more on passing now because he's gone so i i i I think that your roster is the poster child for why I don't like the way our rosters are set up because we have such a, we have such a, you run into that injury issue to a running back and there's nothing left Mm -hmm. to pick from because we have the second, we've got the flex, um, which is fine. But then we also have the wide receiver slash tight end. And that should have just stayed a tight end as Bit had said, and it just it, it it just doesn't leave like you said anyone out there that is a viable option for anything else that's on your bench. Um, exactly, and it's like the only one that I could really that's really underperforming is AJ Green, but I don't think I should be pulling the trigger to get AJ Green yet. Well, so. and and Gurley isn't doing anything in Atlanta. Well, so. he, again, he's he's matching my other players. He's getting like nine, ten points a game. Right. Right. What's his average? Four. I'm sorry. Uh, Not four. <laughs> sorry, I thought you asked how many yards per carry he was getting. 11.2. Uh, yeah, 11.2. Yeah, 11.2. So, I mean, like, again, that's matching everybody else on my team. However, the problem if I ever start Todd Gurley is he's only getting those points because he at least gets a touchdown a game. If he doesn't get a touchdown, he's going to get me two. I want to I wanna give some Cam something to be mad about while we're on the radio. So we're going to kind of hit two prongs here again. I'm going to talk to Cam about your team real quick. I want you to go look at my roster. Is there anything you would trade me Deshaun Watson for? Okay. Okay, Cam, I agree with every objection, every concern you have about how the league, well, I don't agree with them, but I understand your point about not liking aspects of the league, but this is Alex's reality. If this is your team, what are you doing? What, how are you trying to bring the nose up? Oh, I mean, he may need to make a move for a running back. Um, i got to pull his roster back up. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you might try and you might try and package Deshaun for a running back and a backup QB um, from someone and and see if you can get anything on the on the market that way. Um, because I don't think Kenyon Drake's gonna hold it up by himself. If he can get someone else to put in that flex spot, I think it'd be great. I mean, I told you, I, at the beginning of the year, I said you had a great draft. I, you, you were my best draft. I thought you got the best value at every slot you could get. Um, it's just, you just got bad luck and, and the injuries yeah. hit you. So that happens. That's okay. Yeah, I think you've either I think you gotta make a move a quarterback. That's that's your yeah. surplus. And I think you gotta fill in the blanks. I think you're I've got the concerns you do with Kenyon Drake Cam, but i I think at this point you've got to ride it out. I think Devontae Parker can be something, Mike Evans. I think you've got to clean out that Brandon Cooks, Henry under Henry combination. And if you want yeah. to fill one of those well, with Tyler Boyd, fine. And then Well and that's that's why I was saying if you can get that second running back. Yeah. Um, and to fill that pl- that flex position, and then he can move some of those other wide receivers into the wide receiver slash tight end role and stuff. Like, yeah. well, that's what I got. Hunter Henry, who's getting me consistently nine points a game. <laughs> Ugh. But I do think the bottom line is this is going to take some work. Yeah. Anything on my roster that looks like it's appealing? No. No. I don't want to break up Chub Cup. No, of course not. Yeah. No. But you could, you could you could do Zeke. Zeke for Deshaun. Zeke for Deshaun. Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. All right. Well, we won't keep silent radio, so I will have you look for another second. Have you Wayne if you find something? But for right now, we will move to eight. Last week, a reminder: eight was Kelly. Jack, do you want to play along? Or are you still pouting after your uh, last involvement in the show? <laughs> Kelly. Okay. Jack has said Kelly. Cam, what you got? Matt. I'm going Matt. Say Kelly. Last week, eight. This week, eight. Kelly and Alex is three for three. It's like when you uh, put a challenge in front of him, he picks up the gauntlet and goes. I don't, under, I don't understand. Makes you someone. one for one. I'll take it. No, you got – didn't you get – he got something wrong, didn't he? Did he get something wrong earlier? No, I don't know. No, I didn't guess for any of them because I was – Then it makes you one for one. Myself. Yes. You make me wish I'd had a daughter. You do. I do? Yeah. Huh. You make me wish I drank more. You do. Huh. All right. Learning stuff. You do. All right. I kind of like this a little bit better. All right. So we have Kelly checking in at eight with a two and one record. Interesting. Yeah. That's, I don't understand. Wow. That was a huge win to get last week. How many points did she get last week? I don't know. Second lowest She's in the a, league. I think it was one, yeah, one she does have second. Yeah, she does have second lowest. Um, oh my gosh, what happened to Jay then? Oh, we'll talk about uh, that. Yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Well, it's, I, it's, it's 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 really lucky because she has what uh, for, uh, the Saints receivers. Michael Thomas is still out, right? Yep. So she has Michael Thomas and Christian McCaffrey out, and so that's why she's not scoring a lot of points. But while they're out, she's still pulling off the wins she needs yeah. to. Yeah. That's good for her. Cam, you may have tipped your hand on the last one. Alex, I want you to weigh in on this too, though. Um, when you talk about teams you don't want players off of, 
after three games, Jarvis Landry on pace for 64 catches, 760 yards, and he doesn't have a touchdown yet. You think that's going to stay about par for the course, or do you anticipate some sort of rally because he's been pretty consistent as a PPR receiver? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd keep him. I, yeah, I mean, he's consistent. I mean, and also the Browns are actually scoring points now, somehow. So. Yeah, with, what's important with oh, go ahead, Chubb go. and they're scoring points with Chubb and Hunt. Yeah, the game script seems to be if they can beat a bad team, they're beating them on the ground, which is what you guys are talking about. I don't know if you guys saw, but it's crazy. In the two wins, Baker Mayfield has attempted five passes in the second half of both games. So mm-hmm. I think Landry is very script dependent. So they're playing Dallas. I don't anticipate they're going to beat Dallas. I think Dallas will be winning handily at that point. You do start to have to pass more in that point. I think Jarvis can have some value, but I think he is matchup dependent. I don't think he's a plug. He's a set and forget player anymore. Maybe it's crazy how like how well Ezekiel uh, and Dak are doing stats wise, and they're still one and two. Right? Cowboys oh, the Cowboys are one and two. Cowboys are one and two. Yeah, they played some good teams though. They played Seattle, and uh, they got a loss against another good team, don't they? Rams. The Rams. Oh, that's right. They lost the first, to the Rams. The on. So you got. I wouldn't consider an automatic. So I mean, their offense is doing that well. Their defense might just. That has to be just getting destroyed, right? Yeah. So maybe Browns' offensive players right now are the ones to play because they're still losing games. Would you play Jarvis on your team? On my team, yes. yes. Cam, you would Jarvis good enough to crack your starting lineup right now? No. No, I mean he's the sixty, he's the sixty second ranked wide receiver. Yeah. No, not at I'm all. Sorry, some of us don't have to dig down to the fifties and sixties, Cam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Brag about it, why don't you? I'm just well, kidding. I mean, no, you're good. Okay. Um. Well, let me ask. Let me ask you guys this. Uh, Drew Brees, Drew Brees, currently quarterback fourteen. You think that's just kind of. Small sample size, and we'll be fine when Michael Thomas is back, or do we think kind of this is the year that that starts to turn and age catches up to him? I think that started last year. His his production started dropping, uh, if I remember right, because I I came up with this. uh, I came up against this last year when I was trying to decide my keeper between Breeze and Wentz, and I went with Wentz. It's because Breeze's production has declined – year over year for like the past three years. Yeah. And that's the reason why I went with Wentz. And that was even with Michael Thomas and Kamara. It's that he's just not putting up the yardage anymore. So you think this is kind of weird. We're, we're officially down the slope. Not that it's going to be up and down anymore. We are officially on the other, other side of this thing. Yeah. Okay. I do. I think you're right. I think it's a good point. I think the running game is really good, and there seems to be a big push on good teams wanting to run the ball right now. Um, Alex, I'm going to ask you a question like I asked Cam. Okay. If you're Kelly, I mean, and this is your this is your team, this is your team, uh, Cam Newton, Drew Brees, are you going to just kind of plug and play the best matchup every week? Is there a guy you'd have your eye on who's I, a free agent? I would, I would plug and play every week, which never would work so well for me, but then I would try to look for a trade, which is what I did do in the past when I was in that situation. So. I mean, hey, like, again, I have Deshaun Watson, so maybe that's – you seem to want him too, so maybe I got some trade potential there. 
I would love Deshaun Watson. What's the? We just have to figure out the trade that we can make. I know. And maybe Kelly can offer you a trade. She's a. Uh, she's pretty stout in a few different places. I was say I think there's a couple teams with a backup quarterback that's being pretty valuable right now. I think who's your you, backup, Cam? My backup quarterback. Yeah. Derek Carr. Oh. Yeah. I don't think Cam is flush at the backup quarterback position. He's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I if you're looking at potential moves, I mean you're pretty locked in again compared to what I comparing what I think you need versus what Steve may think you need, I think you need that running back. Um so I mean that that pretty much locks you into what you're looking for on her team. Um and unless you want to give Deshaun for McCaffrey who's on the IR right now. I don't think, and I don't think she would even pull that trigger. Um, I don't know if there's much market there for you with Kelly's team. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I got Kenyon Drake holding me strong for now. I mean, I technically only need running back one running back running back. 24 (laughs) is keeping you strong. Hey, (laughs) Hey, (laughs) what'd you do to him in the locker room? <laughs> He's just biding this time. He'll come back. All right. Well, I think that uh, we'll bounce off of Kelly's team. I think that uh, she's just making a pit stop down here until her guys come back. But until then, talk to me. Who's number seven? Last week it was Matt. What are we thinking for this week? Oh man, I think this is going to be Matt. Cameron. I think it's. Gonna, I think it's finally going to be Matt as well. It's going to be Matt. Jack. Matt. Last week, seven. This week, seven. Matt. Alex, three for four for four. Cameron, three for four. This is uh, well done. Yeah, I'm not going to brag, you know, but I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Not to brag, yeah. Four for four. This is, yeah, this is just, a, this is some bad luck. He, uh, only winless team in the league. Cam, he scored 12 less points than you this year. Well, Derek. Derek got him, right? Our own three? Yes, but in this case, Matt, Derek's point total has also is backs up his record. Matt has actually had a good point total this year. Yep. Is there... There we go. But see... Okay. I'm looking at his roster. Yeah. Going back. He scored 154.5 points week one. 131 the week two, and then last week 120. I think he's starting to level out. I think he was pumped up so high after that first week that that's kind of showing his, inflating his numbers a little bit. I think that's fair, but I think then the converse is you deserve to win when you put up 154 points. Yeah. It's like that season that Bobby was... Say it again. It's like I was gonna say it's like that season when Bobby couldn't win a game, but he was putting up like 130 points a game and just always ran into like the top scorer of the week a couple of seasons ago. So I mean, it's just those are the breaks. Yeah, I don't. I think he's definitely had trouble with. I don't know. It looks like he doesn't have anyone to back up anybody right now. No. Like the bench is hot trash is what it's you're saying? Hot, yeah, it's it's yeah. not in great shape. And he has Deontay, Deontay Johnson starting. We've got on .9 points. 
You still have Rob Gronkowski on your team. How is that possible? He's terrible. So, yeah, he has Rob Gronkowski. Well, you know, he had six catches. For 48 yards. That's still, that's way more he did the first two weeks. So, who knows? It Maybe is. they'll actually start using him now. Yeah, but would you still start him over anyone else on the be- that you've got? No, on not at all. I, I, I'm the one that initially said that the bench was a lot of trouble, and he already had one player that was really bad starting. So if anything happens to that, like anybody in his starting lineup, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. yeah. I didn't it, watch. I, I'm just noticing Stafford is on his team. I didn't watch, but like the very end of the Lions game when they kicked the winning field goal, just just eyeball test. How did Kyler Murray look in that game? Bad. Bad. I didn't know. I was not able to watch the game. It was good and bad. He he, he made a lot of good passes, but a lot of it. A lot of it was taking advantage of like mistakes on the defense, but then he also threw three interceptions. Bad picks are good plays. Bad. Well, one was a good play, two were bad, and then he almost threw a fourth, and that was a bad one. Okay. So that's the thing. I think he was playing like go all out for yeah. everything that he can. So he made some good plays that way, but it also made some really bad decisions because of it. Okay, it makes sense. Was it was it close throughout, or did somebody blow a lead? Uh, it was close throughout. Okay. How did? Uh, what about pressure? We put any on that on him? Uh, we sacked him once. Uh, there was one play where Okuda got to him in the backfield when he was running to the side, and then Okuda just got out of the shoes. Yeah, just fell down. And uh, yeah, I mean, I think he, he's going to be a great quarterback if he keeps playing the way he is. But like, yeah, he okay. was, they were they were playing balls to the ball throw whenever they can. So okay. But they stopped the run pretty well though. Lions did. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I saw Okuda got hurt for a while. Did he come back? Was it transient, or is he going to be out? Uh, no, he came back. It okay. Like this weird thing is just like bending over on the sidelines. People were talking to him, but it looks like he came back in the end. He actually had uh, – that was crazy because like, they kept taking advantage of him during the game. Yeah. Uh, they even kept pointing it out whenever it happened. But there was like – I think there was twice where he completely missed his mark who he was supposed to cover. But then there were two times where he made like a brilliant play on a screen pass. Like he was eyeing the quarterback the whole time to tackle for loss. He knew exactly what to do. And then the interception that he had was actually – it was just athletic. It was like a really talented thing to do, really jump in the route. So, okay. But also, he's still making mistakes, but rookie mistakes. But if he can keep up with like the big stuff that he's doing, and like fix the mistakes, I think he can be a good player. So at this point, he we can commit to he's better than T's Tabor. That's about it. I think so. Okay. I like him, yes. But again, man on man, he can make mistakes, and when you're a corner, a mistake can. All right. So he's better than T's. We'll take that. And hopefully he kind of keeps evolving into more like Slayton. Slay. Slay, right? That's the guy, Slay. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right. You know, guys, I'm giving you some options here. I'm putting you in another team spot, and you're their general manager. What are you doing? I'm giving out praises. Oh, for the love. (laughs) I'm not drafting every Pittsburgh Steeler. (laughs) Well, sure, there's that. But there's only two on his team, right? Uh no he ha- uh yeah, yeah you're right there's only two only two only two it just it just seems like there's fifty three <laughs> that's fair <laughs> Matt knows what he's likes <laughs> that's true you, sometimes you just draft a guy because you like him on your team Mr Chub Cup Mr Chub Cup that's uh the Chub Cup I think it's three years running I've had this crew so we'll take it all right. 
So, Matt, number seven, despite having no wins on the season, I think that's a testament to the team. Matt, I'm a little more fond of your team than some other members of the podcast team here, but uh, we shall see how it turns out. All right. Six. Last week, I was six. Do you care to guess, or I'm not going to give you the opinion, who is your vote? Who is six this week? My vote is Steve. Cameron. I'm going to go Jay. Alex is still perfect. Five, four, five. Last week, six. This week, six. Shabam. Uh, stay here quickly. I think that two weeks in a row I've been a middle-of-the-pack team, and I've got one win and one loss in the last two weeks, losing Chark Hurt, having to play stupid Darren Waller against Cam. That hurt my soul, but uh, kudos to Cam on the win. Uh, whether my team takes off or not is simply going to come down to if my wide receivers start to – Get some touchdowns and do a little bit better. That's that's the end of that. Cam, who are the three teams you beat? You, Steve, and let me see. Did you knock out Derek in week one? No, I play him this week. No, I beat Alex in week one. Yeah, yeah you that's sure right. Um, Jay in week two. In a barn burner, 157 to 150. Oh, geez. Oh, that's right. Yeah, how did we forget about that? That was the whole uh, trash time conversation. That's right. <laughs> All right, five for five, Alex. Yeah. Steve, good good fight this week. Sorry that that happened to you. You'll yeah, come back. it's disappointing, but you know, what are you going to do? Right? I, should, I should be one and two, so if I'm two and one, I'll take it. Um, Last week, Cameron was five. I think this is where the water is going to get a little bit muddy. Who is five? Who's left? I'm going to go Jay. So Jay, Cam, Bobby. Bobby, what's Bob, Bobby lost this week, didn't he? Or did he win? Bobby lost this week, right, Cam? Yeah, because Cam is the only undefeated team left, and Bobby was 2-0. Mm. I'm going to say Bobby. No. Jay. Jay. Oh, man. Oh, do you care to guess, Jack? I guess Jay. Hey, hey welcome to the yeah. show. What are you doing? What are you doing over here? All right. Uh, I don't remember a stumble this big in recent um, history, not counting the preseason. Jason falls from one to five after putting up the lowest score of the week. Cam Lamar, quarterback 18 through three games. Flipping the radar, or uh, maybe not the second-best quarterback in the league long-term? I will say that it's more of a blip on the radar. Um, I think it's going to be really interesting I, it, it, to see if he's really serious about wanting to trade Lamar. Um, I don't think he's going to be happy with Lamar or Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback, but I can tell you there's going to be a big market for people who want Lamar Jackson on their team. That is true. And there you go, Steve. You're going to try to get for Lamar Jackson? Jay, Jay texted, and he said, um, sh- short answer, yes, he was interested. Long answer, yes. For uh, I don't, Lamar Jackson. I don't remember if you guys uh, can recall this, but I said on the show, I wasn't a Lamar guy. Um, I was concerned that if Lamar didn't go in the first three picks, 
if I would force myself to take him or pass along. I just it, it wasn't a guy for me, um, though I understood why other people liked him. I don't think it was interesting to think of Cam and Jay making a trade, but Cam's in a great spot. I can't imagine you would want to trade Dak Prescott for the upside of Lamar Jackson. Or am I wrong about no. that? No, I do not want to trade Dak right now. No, and I can't imagine you with J. Allen and Deshaun, uh, yeah, Deshaun Watson. You'd have any interest in making a trade? Not at all, sadly. I'm. I'll live and die with who I have right now. Um, though I, I would want Watson, but I won't have to pay the surcharge to go try to get Lamar. Fair enough. Um, that's the weird thing we're talking about quarterbacks throwing up all-star numbers, and he's not. It's so strange. I thought yeah. it'd be like complete opposite. <laughs> he doesn't well, have a receiving re- core. Is the problem? Yeah, but he can run. Sure, but that's the difference. It's his dual threat that makes him so dangerous. But, I mean, you look at his his matchups, his week one, he put up 41 points. Yeah. It's weeks two and three where he ran into Houston and Kansas City. Kansas City, like he even said it after the game, that's his kryptonite. Um, He's never played well against Kansas City in his career. So I think they just have him figured out. Um, Houston has a pretty good defense, if I remember. Um, so that I, I think it's just a situational issue. I would not, after three weeks, threaten to trade the number two pick of a guy who basically puts up video game numbers. Um, I'd at least keep him on your bench. And if he does start doing well again, you have a great backup. Um, it sucks to say that the number two pick is your backup quarterback, but it is what it is at this point. So, okay. I think that, yeah, I think we're just on different sides of the aisle. Everything you're saying makes a ton of sense to me. I just think the difference between him and the other guys is Dak Russell and Mahomes. They have people to throw to even J dot Allen has got digs to, I don't look at, I, I get it. Him, but he's better than I think anything they've got in Baltimore. Here is the bananas thing. And I was looking at this while you were talking, Cam. You said Lamar put up 41 points in week one. If he mm-hmm. averaged 41 points, that barely makes him quarterback five. That's how ridiculous this year is. Yeah, but I don't think that that's like a new normal. I, I, I think it will even out and numbers will start coming back down to earth. Yeah. Okay. Would you? Okay. If uh, you're Jason, you hold. what are you doing? Are you holding both or are you actively shopping one? And if so, is there a specific one you're wanting to hold? Um, I'm just looking. I gotta look at the rest of his roster here. Um, no, yeah, it's a good call. I'm gonna ask Alex the same thing. If you've got Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson, are you holding? I would hold absolutely. You wouldn't I, look to make a move either way. No, not at all. I think Lamar Jackson can come back again. Season starting. Everyone's still getting their footing. I think he can come back. Also, I think Aaron Rodgers is having a pretty okay year. How did he do last week? Yeah, he's like quarterback six. That's the he's point. Six. Would you take so quarterback like, six for – hold on to him and see what you get for Lamar Jackson? I hold, but I get Jay's thing because, like, right now Lamar Jackson is worth something in a trade, and if it turns out he doesn't do anything, he just keeps some dude on his bench he's not going to use, or he can trade it for something he can use now. So That's fair, and I yeah. do know that you value the quarterback position because you've struggled with it. So if you had two good ones, I imagine you would not want to let anybody go. Absolutely. Okay. That's my script tonight. Quarterbacks. I mean, I think he would. I think he said he wanted a, a wide receiver. Um. So who you'd be able? I don't know who you would be able to get. 
um, off of a team unless someone is just loaded at wide receiver for someone who isn't putting up outstanding numbers at quarterback. Um, you're really pushing for upside in that trade if you if you pull that trigger. All right, so what, the, on the text, so Jason says, am I serious about trading Lamar? And he says, yes, short answer, long, yes, long answer, yes, per Alex. I'm still declaring shenanigans. I think he, the only player of his I do not remember him griping one word about was Todd Gurley in his heyday. So I think Jay's way of showing his love is just to, to gripe lovingly about something. I think that he is not interested in trading these guys unless he is really just kind of blown away by an offer that is so good we would almost veto it. I <laughs> I don't honestly think he's going to trade him. No. Yeah, I said last week, Kelly, pick up the phone, call Carly, see if you can work something out. I'd say uh, go over to a J2. I think you've got a lot of talent on the team. I think those are some trade partners right there. Mm. All right. So, four. Just a reminder, last week's four was, as I had to go back, Lucas. Lucas tumbled from one to four off the rankings last week. So, Cam, I'm going to have you lay back while Alex has the perfect batting average. Last week, four. Who's this week's number four, Alex? Oh, no, you missed. You're Oh, so now you can only tie Lucas. That's right. But uh, still got some pressure. Lucas. I can only tie Lucas. Bobby. Cameron. I'm, gonna is say my, Bob. is, I'm asking you. That's not the answer. What? I'm going to say Bobby as well. Jackson. Bobby. The room is perfect. Yeah. Falls one spot from three to four. Bobby. Um, we talked about how Kelly won with the second lowest score of the week. This was kind of the flip of that. Uh, Bobby had the third, third highest score of the week and lost. It was a tough break. After just an incredible stat for me that I talked about earlier. After two weeks, Russell Wilson was averaging 52 and a half points. He's now mm-hmm. averaging more points than that through three weeks. I don't know how that's possible. Incredible. What are you guys' thoughts on Bobby's team? I think he's got a really good team. Um, I think he's got some players that benefit from some of these other quarterbacks. You look at Stefan Diggs. He's the number five wide receiver. Um, I mean, he's get, so he's benefiting from J. Allen. <laughs> um, he's got Noah Fant as the number three tight end. Um, that's interesting. Um, again, this team is going to go by go how Russell Wilson goes. Um, Derek Henry is also another good piece as well, but Russell Wilson is the, is what's carrying this team the most. Yeah. I mean, if you can come out of the game right out of the bat with after one game, one set of games with 50 points from one player, that's that's going to put you in good places. And he put up the third, you're right, and he put up the third highest point total with Julio and George Kittle on the bench. So two mm-hmm. of those three scrubs he's got starting, he gets to clear out. Sure. It's, I'm less. I'm not as bullish on Julio as you guys, but I certainly know he's a good piece to have in your starting lineup, especially if... Yeah, I think this is the thing. I, just, I don't think Diggs is going to keep it up, but through three weeks, he's been great. 
time. Not I, in- I, I see. That's where I disagree. Yeah. I think he's in a much better position in Buffalo than he was in Minnesota because he doesn't have feeling on the other side of him. Um, it, and he's got a better quarterback in Allen throwing the ball than Cousins. That, so it, to me, I think Diggs has a good long-term – will he be top five? Not necessarily. I think he'll be – I could see him as like a top 12 wide receiver for the end of, by the end of the year. I think it's a good pickup. Again, it depends on who they play against. Stefan Diggs has been going against a lot of kind of weak defenses so far. So is J. Dot Allen. So hopefully they can keep it up. Although this week was finally their first challenge. He still they still did pretty well, but they were given that game. It was incredible. Yeah. I think I think everybody's right here. It's a really good point you guys are bringing in. I think the narrative has yet to be written because yes, Alex, to your point, and what I'm thinking too, he starts out with the Jets and the Dolphins maybe two of the worst defenses in the league, but plays the Rams last week to Cam's point, a good team and puts a perspectable 13 points. So I think he's given reason to think that this could be the year he kind of goes next level. I just, I think between injuries and other things, there always seems to be a hiccup here, but uh, if you only need him to be a wide receiver two or three, that's a lot different than needing him to be a wide receiver one. So Bobby's proven me wrong through three three games this year. Um, Cam, you have been more right than wrong on this one. And, uh, again, four partially because of uh, the loss this week, but could be a good team at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And you're right. Um, they're letting Rusty, Rusty pass the ball a lot more, so this could be the first year that somebody actually wants to keep him <coughs> the following year. And I was just going to make that joke that Rusty's usually been a second half of the season quarterback, so God help us all. When week oh, eight hits, and he's putting up 108 points a game. And Chris Carson got hurt this last game, so yeah, uh, he might he even be cooking even more. Yep. Who's got Carson? Lucas? Lucas does. Okay, so we'll check in on that in a minute. All right. Alex, six for seven. Who is three? Oh, my gosh. Jay. Wait. Oh, no. no. Oh, we just talked oh, about Jay. I just picked Jay. It's not 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 Jay. I'm going to say Cam. <laughs> I think it's well, your second guess that it's Cam is accurate. That's my first guess. Can no, your first guess was Jason. I'm so glad I got to guess. I'm going to say it's Cam. Oh, I'm sorry, Cam. There was so much drama around this, but yes, uh, you up two well, spots. Well, he might have picked Jay, too, if you didn't say nothing. Well, he's just having a, he's having a good yeah. not great week. You are going to tie the greatest number ever. So, Cam, number three, initial reaction. Uh, you were surprised you were fifth last week. Does three feel right, or do you think it's a bit of an injustice that the undefeated team still isn't in the top spot? No, I I kind of pretty much assumed that's where it was going to be when I saw that I didn't have as many points as the other two teams ahead of me. Okay. Well, I'll take, I'll take my consistency, though. So. Yeah. Talk to me. Um... So how are you feeling about the team? Um, I'm very happy with it that I've got three wins. Um, t- 
took a little bit of a, a little bit of a downer this week. Um, Josh Jacobs did not perform like I had hoped he would. Um, I, I had texted you going into the Monday night game that, you know, we, there still was a chance that, um, you could have still pulled it out even with my two wide receivers and had Tyreek Hill not shown up to the game, you still would have beat me. So, um, Hollywood Brown didn't do anything either. Um, and think, like I said, thank God for Tyreek Hill showing up in the first half of that game. Yeah. Um, Connor, Hey, hats off to you, Connor. Um, you actually did something when I played you. So that made me feel good. Um, and outside of that, I, I need help. I think a little bit at wide receiver, um, outside of that. So, so you think you trust John Collin, John Connor fully now? Um, is this the Terminator? Um, yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're running back from this, that replaced Le'Veon Bell. What is it? It's John Connor, isn't it? James Connor. James yeah, Connor. J. Dot Connor. <laughs> J. Jared Connor. <laughs> Um, I'm not saying I trust him. I'm happy he did something when I played him. I think between him and Hunt, it's going to be a matchup. It's going to be a plug and play. He's not there yet for a full, you know, just play him and forget. So, um, I, I have a little bit of, of maneuvering I need to do on my bench to, to really make myself feel happy about my roster overall. Um, but I think it's definitely a good start, much better than where I was la- this time last year. So, if games are tomorrow, does Robbie Anderson play over T.Y. Hilton? Um, yes. I need T.Y. Hilton. His best game has been seven point eight points in the first week. Robbie Anderson is the number seven wide receiver overall. So right now, Robbie Anderson is getting the start. Yeah. I, they talk about what happens when players leave the Jets system or the, the Adam Gase system, excuse me. And in this case, it's the Jets, but man, I, Robbie Anderson, nowhere near on my board, but he is just cutting DJ Moore at the knees. So yeah, your gain, my loss, kudos there. And yeah, you're still doing this without AJ Brown. I, I don't, from what I understand, he's probably not going to play this week either. But you get him back, then you've got Tyreek Hill and AJ Brown, two good running backs. You're just kind of sorting out that bottom uh, wide receiver tight end position. Yeah. Well, AJ Brown hasn't done anything since before he got hurt, so I'm not really too high up on him. But we'll see. I'll keep him on my bench for a couple weeks. Okay, well, I will tell you, you drop him. I'm going to put in a waiver claim. I think that uh, he's boom or bust, but uh, we know what Deshaun Jackson can do when it matters, don't we? Okay. That was the player you had that beat me by half a point. Oh, that's right. (laughs) That was years ago, Steve. Let it go. No. Alex, any thoughts on Cameron's team? I was just curious about Connor because I think that's the first thing I said to you. It was like figures the one time Connor tries, it's against you. Yeah. First thing I said. I did send Steve a text before the game started on Sunday. I said I was rolling the dice and yeah. went with Connor, and it worked out 
So no. I'm glad it did. I always cool. like beating Steve. <laughs> that was the difference. You, I, I believe the math is you would have lost if, uh, if you'd played Hunt. I'm going to subtract 11 points. I don't, th- I don't think our gap was closer than that. Yeah. So well correct, done there. Correct me if I'm wrong. Am I 3-0 against you now in the last three games? No. Um, I won our second game last year. Okay. I lost um, games to Bobby, you, and Kelly, and you and I played twice. Okay. All right. Number two, it's going to be Carly or Lucas. 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 Lucas it is. We're coming back to get his number one ranking. What a comeback. Yeah. So Lucas jumps from four to two. Pulling up his team right now. I think that... I just... Yeah, this is uh, having Patrick Mahomes, man. This is going to... You know, the last two years, it was the team with the best running back and quarterback were the same team in Kelly. Now Kelly's got the best running back. Lucas has the best quarterback. Come the end of the year, we're going to see who's more valuable to their team. But I will tell you, my word, just Mahomes, I don't... What do you do? I, I realize I'm not a professional defensive coordinator, but just the things he can do, the passes he can make. Like that touchdown to Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's a great catch by Hill, but 31 other quarterbacks in the league, I don't think they can fit that ball in there like that. My favorite was the the bowling pass he did. Yeah. I mean, that was like Kurt Warner-esque from when he first showed up on the Rams. Gosh, thank doing weird shovel, yeah. Doing weird shovel passes and stuff. But, um, yeah, I mean, Mahomes is, like like we talked about with Jackson, potential put up video game numbers every week. Um, but he's got other pieces with, with Devontae Adams and mm-hmm. Allen Robinson had a great week. Um, again, having anyone on the Seahawks that catches the ball is amazing. So Tyler Lockett, yep. number two wide receiver overall. Um It'll be interesting to see with Carson getting hurt what happens there. But um, he has who, – um, who does he have that he could put in there? He's got Mike Davis, who Mike is Davis. the Christian McCaffrey backup. Yep. So yep. I think uh, I think he can pace with where Carson was, so I don't think it's uh, too big a drop-off. Right. Great time to lose him if you're going to lose him. Yep. So I think this is a good team. I uh, – Glad I don't have to face him till week 12. Maybe he can get a few injuries that can kind of settle him down. What about you, Alex? Thought on, thoughts on Lucas's team? His team's really good, but it's wow. Even his kicker did really well. Mm-hmm. He's the number one kicker too. Um, I, oh, jeez, didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I really like his team, but I, th- I think it's mostly just centered around Mahomes. Uh, I, I, I think Lockett's having a great year too. I don't know what Robinson's going to do because I mean this weekend he did really well just because of all the right. Yep. That might that might just be a one off. The kicker thing might be a one off. So I mean it's, this this might just be like a fantastic week. But he has a lot of pieces. Well, the problem is too he he doesn't have a what does he have? Chris Carson's out now, right? Yeah, but it's just a week or two. Okay, but then he what he sort of Valdez Scantling, the Scantling he's not having a good year, is he? No, but that was a, that was a fill in for uh, and Adams being out, so it was just a one off. Oh, is Adams coming back next week? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, 
it's a hamstring. So I, I would guess yes, because it was a game time decision, which typically means they're going to be ready a week later. Well, it's one of those things, like, if you compare it to Kelly's team last year, is like Kelly was like, three people could be gone and should be fine. Yep. Like, this this isn't the case with his team. If everyone plays and everything goes well, so far it's going to be really great, but backups and, like, that one extra wide receiver spot might be a trouble for him in the future. Yeah. His, well, I, I think his, that the. Um, one of the things Lucas talked about last week on the podcast, which is coming to fruition, is his frustration with Allen Robinson is that he made that pick thinking Foles would be the quarterback and Trubisky was the starter. Well, now Foles is the quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I think this – to me, I agree with Lucas. I think that's going to push Allen Robinson's stock up from where he's at quarterback 18 right now. Or, excuse me, wide receiver 18. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was just, I was just going to bring that up too. Well, folk, I mean – He's had problems in the past. It's not like he's been perfect, so we'll see what happens when he starts now. Yeah. They could easily he could easily just not do well and maybe put Trubisky back, which we'll see. I don't know. Do you think they do that though? Do you think they flip flop so. like that? I don't think so, but again, Nick Folk's been moving around. You know what I mean? There's a reason he's been moving around. The kicker, Nick Folk? Yeah. Is that what you said? Yeah. Well, I'm so bad at names. There's a reason Folk moves around. Is his name Nick? Foles. Foles. There's a reason Nick Foles moves around. And maybe one of you guys can fact check this for me because this blows my mind. Is the GM who drafted Mitch Trubisky over Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes in the same draft still their GM? I have no idea. But he shouldn't be. I'm just... Shame on you. Of course, shame on 31 other teams for missing Lamar Jackson. I don't know. That one's hard though because I like Deshaun Watson was probably a bad one. I don't would would Patrick Mahomes be as good under another coach? Is something I would always be curious about because Andy Reid was perfect. <clears throat> That's fair. Was perfect for Patrick Mahomes. They looked at their coaching, they looked at who they could draft, and he went to the perfect spot with the perfect team that gave him the tools to learn. And then they put him in and he used him. So My- I'm more curious about like like what if Matt Stafford went to a team like that? You know. Like, what would he be? I'm always curious about stuff like that. Yeah. My problem with, with picking Trubisky where they did was, what, isn't that the trade where they traded up one spot to yep. San Francisco and gave up basically everything to get Mitch Trubisky and San Francisco was going to not even pick Trubisky? They, were, they still were able to get the guy they wanted who was a defensive player? So that um, and that alone should get the the GM fired because that's just not market research right there. You didn't do what mm-hmm. you needed to do to understand who was picking what when. Um, so you mortgage the future unnecessarily. I I don't think they gave up the farm, but yeah, they made some more picks that you shouldn't have to make up to move one spot. So yeah, I don't. I'm yeah, that's too nitpicky. What I was saying, I agree. Terrible decision. Um, also too, like, didn't Deshaun, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes didn't start right away, right? Um, no, both. No. Well, yeah, but Watson came in like at halftime of the first game of the mm-hmm. season. Oh, so yeah, Mahomes yeah, didn't because they had Alex like, Smith. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always feel yeah because Alex Smith Smith killed it. But then. Um, well, was, that goes to your point though about Alex Smith was good. Anyone's going to be good in there. And you had Andy Reid. He also got to watch Alex Smith, a guy who's been in there for a long yeah. time, got to learn and go in. Deshaun Watson though, his first year wasn't perfect, was it? He had to learn, right? He was incredible that first year because yeah, he, he, he was tearing it up and he tore his ACL like halfway oh, through yeah, the that, year. That's what happened. But no, it's like you get these quarterbacks that get drafted too early and all of a sudden everyone's telling them in the world that you're garbage 
you shouldn't have picked that early. And if anything goes wrong, the whole like fan base is against you from the start. And it's just a rough situation to be in. He was the starter from the start, wasn't he? Who? Trubisky. Uh, I think he. I think. I think somebody. I think Chase Daniels might have started for a while. I don't think he was a day you one. Don't think so. I don't know on that one. But I don't know. I want to stay was here. Put on a team that was hard. Hard to be on. As he was drafted above a bunch of other people. It's just a hard spot to be in. A lot of expectations. Um, Kyler did it. Yeah. Joe Bur- Joe yeah. Burrow's doing it. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Alex, you've really kind of won me over to your point here. I want to check in with Cam. Cam, if Deshaun Watson is a chief, is Deshaun Watson Patrick Mahomes? And if Patrick Mahomes is in Houston, is he Deshaun Watson? I think Deshaun is – I think his numbers would be better. Um, I'm not sure Mahomes would go so far down the other way. I'm not saying okay. down, but, like, I'm not sure that it's a, a clear comparison. Um, I think they're linked just because they they both are kind of dual-threat quarterbacks type of um, offense. But I just don't think that um, – Mahomes would be as necessarily. I don't know how to how to say it. I don't think Mahomes and Watson are necessarily the exact type of player, the exact same type yeah. of player. Um, I so I don't think the production would be the same. I don't think it's an apples to apples comparison. I do think Deshaun would be better on the Chiefs though, because like you said, Andy Reid's system would tailor what do you think would happen in- hold on, i'm going to give you the floor in just a second because i do want to clear that up i think it's good it, it, the reason i picked those two teams um one i want to get well, Mahomes someplace else but i picked the texans in particular because the, i think part of watson's backtrack this year is the loss of hopkins so if Mahomes goes to a team sure. where there's no stud wide receiver so that was the poll there but go ahead i mean what if you think that the bears drafted Mahomes and the chiefs drafted trubisky that's the kind of stuff i'm always curious about now that's like if Trubisky had a whole year underneath that season with Alex Smith killing it. Yeah. Under learning Andy Reid's system, goes in under start of the next year with all of those tools. How would he do compared to Patrick Mahomes, who has to get shoved in in his first year and just deal with what he has? I don't think Trubisky would be as good as I, I still don't think he'd be good. He for me he doesn't pass well, the eye test. So so maybe he won't be as good as Patrick Mahomes is now on the Chiefs, but would he be better? than he is on the bears. And I want to know by how much, like, but, that's uh, thing that yeah, but that just brings yeah. it down to, that just brings it down to coaching. I mean, yeah. well, I mean it's a big bad thing, you know? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I think this question for you then camp. If, if Trubisky is a chief, he's what in fantasy football, he's quarterback. What right now? I don't know. Um, I'll say nine. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so kind of came, your point is Mahomes would still be great, but he may not be, lapping the field on another team i wouldn't say great i think he'd be really good but not great okay yeah this is a good match and uh, yeah Alex, that's some that's some good stuff you good talking points you got on that one thank okay. you yeah no it's really good yeah. so i just want to kind of move us here because we're going we're running a little bit long number one Carly. eight for ten alex because you said jason eight and a half it ain't nine fixed it Wow. I, I, we've had a couple more 200 games recently in the last couple of years, but that's because we had an extra starter. But if we go back to this format, which we have now, I think we've seen like two, maybe three 200-point games. 
through the years. This this is just it's an impressive run right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking through a roster and the first four players, the lowest ranked player is Keenan Allen. Or I'm sorry, first five players on her roster is the lowest ranked is Keenan Allen and he's the number eleven wide receiver. Kyler Murray is the number five quarterback. Kamara's the number one running back. Hopkins, number three wide receiver. Woods, the number nine wide receiver. Um, that's gonna get. That's gonna do some things. Um, that's yeah. like what. That's that's like Kelly last year, where you could lose three players and still win your your matchups. Um, it's a really really good team. And look at the sixth piece of that puzzle. Devin Singletary overall has a little ranking, but last week he had a nice 14-point game because he wasn't yeah. sharing the backfield with uh, Zach Moss. So if she can keep kind of playing the free fire, or actually she is, um, here's a random fact with the answer. Carly is the only team that has made zero moves this year. Alex, you are next. You have made only one move this year. Yeah, I've been having trouble trying to find stuff, and then my waiver order pickups don't go through. I'm leading the way with 13 moves. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, she should probably, I think it's about time to uh, drop uh, Swift. Yeah. I I think it's a good time to let that go. Yeah. I put this in a thread with just like the three of uh, you, me, Lucas, and Jason there. But, I mean, I want to focus on this. I don't have it in front of me. What was it like? Adrian Peterson is 80. They drafted uh, Carrion like with the 43rd pick three years ago. They drafted Deshaun Watson, or excuse me. Swift Whoa, with we, the 35th pick this year, and they had what three touches in the last game combined? No, yeah, it was Carrion had four touches and um, Swift had one. Well, it's hard because I don't. Adrian Peterson, if you watched him, yeah, he's so good compared to what we've watched. Doesn't so that more, good? But isn't that more upsetting? Like, age, so the system can make a running back look good, but it can't make our two second-round draft picks look good. No, it can't make it good because here's the problem with our defense. The problem with our defense is so. So this is a big thing about being a running back. So like the good running backs always get past the first guy, and then that's when they can get the hole. We have not had a running back that when they well usually when we have a running back, they get the first guy, they're down. Adrian Peterson just hits him as hard as he can and just forces it, try to get at least five yards like every time. He, he has that mentality you know, that if there's a guy in like front a running of you, back he should keep trying. But the problem is, so so the line they shouldn't. There are so many plays constantly where Adrian Peterson doesn't have anything and gets two yards, and that's insane. It's not the Lions' offense system doing it. It's just he's able to get that first guy. He's able to get past that first guy. So and it's just crappy. Him. So it's just crappy scouting. So to say, yeah. So I think Cam, you're about to support what I'm going to ask Alex here. Can we already say DeAndre Swift is a bust? No, because he has looked good. I think except for he's catching touchdown passes that he drops in the end zone. Yeah, that was bad. But I think this past week there was an injury issue, so that's why they didn't put him in the backfield. He literally had zero carries. Great. So he's injury. Oh, a running back Detroit has it as injury problems. That's a fun new problem to have. Yeah. We've never well, lived that. Well, he's before. still able to play. I think they're just using him like limited just in like pass. Cause like, uh, they went to a, I think a third down situation and they immediately took Peterson out and put him in. And I was like, I think they're trying to use him as a uh, receiving running back right now. And it was weird whenever they put uh carry on Johnson in most of the time, it was for a blocking play, which yeah. is a very weird decision. It's almost like they're using him as a blocking running back and he was not very good at it. He got destroyed like twice. That's par for the course for the Lions coaching staff, though. 
Yeah, but I, 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 I don't understand the coaching decision because they would literally put him, take Adrian Peterson out, put him in, and then he would do blocking plays. Okay, hold on. I'm going to step in real quick. Cam, don't say anything until I give it to you. I think this has been a fun litmus test of personalities. Alex, always looking for the positive, isn't quite ready to call DeAndre Swift a bust. I convinced the world is always burning and was ready to call it like after that dropped catch. Cam, where on the spectrum are you? Is Deshaun, are you ready to call DeAndre Swift a bust? I'm, I'm not ready to call him a bust yet. However, I don't think he'll ever be the guy. I think he will be a situational running back. Um, I, I, and I kind of agree. I think he'll be much more used as a receiver than a, a true run up the gut running back. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like the pick when we picked it. I, I didn't think it was necessary. I think we had other holes, but it is what it is. If all the running backs would have been available at 35 and you had to take one, who would you have taken? Hmm. Are you talking about like the real draft or our draft? A real draft. Pick 35 in the NFL draft. I mean, at this point, you'd have to take Edward Solaire. But again, but again, that's almost like they're almost Taylor. But if he seems like if Alex understands running schemes better than I do, but that seems like the running back they would want with this system. If I'm tracking his logic correctly, kind of a plow forward. Yeah, Yeah. that's what they're. I I guess you're right. More of a power running game. I think they ran outside three times it's not a lot they don't run outside a lot if they do an outside play it's a pass usually for the lions so it's a lot of run up the middle and try to like pound why it dra- okay so if you want a power running game why are you drafting someone who's like two inches tall and built like my seven-year-old daughter <laughs> because they like that mentality of having that check down pass up the middle it's the same thing that you see a reddick for i don't know yeah. why they drafted him maybe it, it it's also that thing where patricia when he got picked up as the coach there so there was two things that he was going to try to force he was going to make a run offense, and he was going to make a run defense. And he was going to force it no matter what, even if it meant sacrificing the pass defense and sacrificing the pass on offense. That's why he's drafting, like, 50 New England Patriots that are, like, 300 pounds yeah, and throwing them up front because he wants that run defense because that's one of the things he promised. It's a weird decision. But, I mean, they even picked up more New England Patriots this past weekend. Who? Uh, I don't remember. I mean, you have a computer. Yeah. You can look it up, but I know they did. Yeah, I don't pick, doubt you. I think I think I think that guard that I was talking about that looked good. I yeah. think he got hurt. Oh geez, okay. I think they might have had to put him on IR. All right, we're gonna fast forward a little bit here, just because my daughter's getting a little bit crabby, and we're gonna bring this thing home here. So uh, that was the top ten. We're gonna move into the rankings versus the Jenkins versus you guys. We got to come up with a name for that. So before we get into it. Um, here is the updated standings. We have a four-way tie for first place. ESPN, Jack, Cam, and Lucas have all won 60% of their matchups. Yeah. Uh, I am next with a uh, 467 winning percentage, and Alex, you are at 400. Yes. So we are <laughs> going to start with the Jankup of the week. Next week is two Lucas versus five Jason. Alex, who do you have? Lucas. Okay, ESPN has taken Lucas. I have Lucas. Jack, number two, Lucas versus five, Jason. Lucas. Uh, Lucas has already picked himself. He's texted me his results. Cameron, clean sweep, or are you taking Jason? Yep, I'm going with Lucas. Okay, clean sweep. Next, number one, Carly versus number eight, 
Kelly. ESPN has Carly. I have Carly. Jack, number one, Carly versus number eight, Kelly. Uh, Kelly. Lucas has Carly as well. Cameron, what are you doing? Carly. Alex. <laughs> number three, Cam versus number 10, Derek. I have you, Cam. Jack, who do you have? Lucas has Derek. Cam, who do you have? Cam. Alex. Derek. Why? Ouch. Number four, uh, Bobby versus number six, Steve. Jack, who do you have? Dad. My boy. All right. Lucas has picked Bobby. Cam, who do you have? I'm going Bob. Alex, who do you have? Ooh, Steve. As a, This is a split, 3-3. Three, three. Yes, uh, have me. I think everything else is a little more one-sided. All right, last one, number seven, Matt versus number ten, Alex. Lucas has taken number Matt's. nine. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, I'll fix that. <laughs> seven, Matt versus nine, Alex. Give me Lucas credit where Matt. credit is due. And done. What do you got, uh, Cam? Hmm, I'm gonna go Alex. Oh. Alex, who do you have? I'm going to go Alex. Okay. Yeah. ESPN has Matt. I have Matt and Jack. Last matchup, number seven, Matt versus number nine, Uncle Artie. Obviously, Uncle Artie. Uncle Artie, all right. We're going to put that down, Uncle Artie. All right. We are to the last part of the show where we are going to give our recommendation for the week. We're going to wait for Jackson to go last because, quite frankly, you know, why not end with a thud? So... We're going to start. Um, I will go first. Um, I have a second podcast I do on the uh, comic book Hellblazer. So give not my podcast a listen, but uh, give the comic book a read. It's pretty good. Cam, what is your recommendation for the week? You do a podcast? Yeah. It's for called Comic? Yeah, it's called Keanu and Constantine. Is that real? Do you yeah. really do that? Yeah. Is that real? Yeah. I'm proud of you. Oh, thanks, that man. You, that you know what Hellblazer is. Yeah, I love Hellblazer. Wow. Yeah. That's, that, that's okay. Good to know. Um, so my recommendation is um, the new updated version of unsolved mysteries on Netflix. Oh, who hosts? It's no, there is no host. Okay. Um, but it's, it's made by um, Sean Levy, who is one of the showrunners and producers of stranger things. And it's so it's got that really creepy vibe to it, and it's really good. It's more a lot more. Um, it's not so much supernatural, but it does have a lot more like true crime aspect to it. Um, and I love that kind of stuff. So, is there like a narrator then, or somebody who kind of talks? No, it's no, okay. it's more like documentary style. Um, it's it's really well done. Okay. Um, they do some of the weird, creepy theme song in the beginning too. It's oh god. It, 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 that stuff the stuff of nightmares as a child if you're a child of the 90s i was gonna ask do they do that update thing which scared us all into oblivion <laughs> oh my god they got the guy um, <laughs> there no because it's too new it came out earlier this year so there aren't uh any updates yet um okay but season two does actually come out i believe next month so oh okay it's really good stuff oh, i like that okay Alex, uh, I've been playing a video game called Hades that is a roguelike game that 
is kind of based off the Greek pantheon, and it's a lot of fun. Is that the game where it's like a shooter game and you have to shoot on rhythm? No. Do you know what I'm talking about? There could be a couple of things. There's a couple of rhythm games out there where you do weird things to rhythm. Can you give me some names of recent stuff? Uh, are you talking like Beat Saber type thing? Or yeah. You... I love me some Beat Saber. Oh, I'm sorry. No, that's the name of the game. No. What are some recent games that would have had that style? So there is one game that they announced at a couple of things earlier this year where you fight like demons and you shoot stuff to like the you could heavy be, metal. You could be playing it right now, though. Now something that's coming out. I don't know if that game came out, but if it did, that sounds very similar to what you're talking about. Cam, come on, it's gonna it's gonna frustrate me. I was talking about this game with somebody this morning. Anything ringing a bell for you? No. You shoot on the beat. You shoot on the beat. I have no idea. Fair enough. Well, it's probably the one I'm talking about. It might be out. So, but anyway, Jackson, get his thing out. So. I'm gonna set the table here, Jackson. This is gonna be the last thing that this podcast does this week, maybe forever, if you crater this bad enough that our listenership goes down. That's so. Well, son, I think that this is like a this is one of these things where you were either going to rise to the occasion or you were going to be a puddle of Noel here. So with that, Uncle Alex believes in you. Please tell us your recommendation for the week. All right. So I was at my cousin's wedding. Oh boy. <laughs> I came across this thing. It was a donut rack. It was the coolest thing I've ever seen. The coolest thing you have ever seen in your entire life. And you've been to a 21 Pilots concert. 21 Pilots concert is a donut rack. a rack of like 50 donuts. Did the 21 Pilots concert have a donut rack? Did it? No. And there you go. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So get a donut rack while you do nothing watching hockey. (laughs) Oh, you're supporting Jackson's point. Yeah. I thought you were on my side. No, I like like it. Donut racks doing nothing watching hockey and then somehow keeping office in the background Mm -hmm. after the hockey game's done. Cam, please weigh in on the uh, donut rack situation. I love donuts. What kind of donuts were they? Sprinkles and more sprinkles. That's Sweet. Best. All right, you have you have survived this by the skin of your I chin. Did I did it. I need to be clear. You lost. You won on a majority vote. I I want to disown you at this point. Lost the case before. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, fair point. All right, Cameron, thank you very much for being with us tonight. I know that thank you had you to make for, a quick turnaround. Yep. Thank you for having me. A special shout-out to former league member, still honorary team member, uh, Tim. Hope all is going well. Beyond that, I think uh, we will wish you all an adieu. So until then, good night, Gracie. I don't know who that is. Good night. Good night.